Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the quick hitter version of the Mike Wise Show from Pure Hoops Media. I was just thinking about it. To me, that's another white privilege thing that I never thought about. Ah. Uh, you know, God. people don't associate Bruce and I with color and our race. Like we, we don't have color association with other white people that do stupid things. And, uh, and color in this country... When someone Hispanic does something, oh my God, everybody and their mom. Um, Mike, that that is loaded on so many levels for me as a black person, for me as a woman. Um, it the conversation about privilege. I mean, that's it's four hundred years of privilege, right? When you talk about systemic racism, it is four hundred years of privilege. It is deep rooted and ingrained in our country. And on some level, it is the American way to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and achieve. So why should you ever stop and say, why did I get this cab and this person didn't? Because as an American, it's because you've worked hard and you were in the right place and timing was just so for you. So there are so many levels that white folks have to get past to even begin to consider that there are some things that inherently are given to you or you are given the benefit of the doubt based on your skin color. Um, I think for us, Working in the sports space, this is such a unique time because we don't have sports to distract us. There is no stick to sports narrative being hurled at athletes as they step out on the court or or what, what, what month is it, May, or they're, as they're playing tennis. This is front facing. This is the thing that is live and happening right now and affecting so many. And I was texting with one of my homegirls before we hopped on. She went down to the protest at the White House and she did mm. say one of the things that she was most proud of is how diverse the crowds were. Um, Finally, I think folks like yourself are starting to hear it. Um, I think there are conversations starting to be had. I credit my my colleagues as millennials and Gen Z in particular. They're thinking about it in a way that our country has not thought about it. But I still think it's those things that sound inane that still add into the way Black folks are viewed in, viewed in this country. This year, you guys know part of what I did this year was ESPN, and I heard a sports talk radio host say of the LSU football team, he was doing an interview with a Clemson DB and he asked them how they were going to go and defend those Frisbee catching dogs that LSU has. Talk with my homegirls, talk with one of my homegirls who covers football in Clemson, white chick. She's like, they say that all the time in the South, right? Like she's like, I know I hate it, but they say it in the South. We kind of let it go. But to me, it jarred me. And so even though this is the lens of sports, in some kind of way, I know this host, he seems like a great dude. I would not chalk him up as a racist. Some kind of way that was meant to be a compliment. It's still this idea that Blackness is something other than human. That it seeps in in ways that I don't even know those that are not truly conscious and fully woke, to use that phrase, are even aware of. So when you see an officer who can leave his knee on a man's neck for nine minutes, there's no way that he's looking at him as a human that is equal. I don't, I can't blame him what he's heard in the sports space, but I can certainly blame what he's heard through society that would empower him to think that someone is less than. And so the conversation about privilege, we have to look at that on so many levels. And Maria Taylor did a great job 
I'm talking about the same energy that fans bring in support of players on the floor, the NBA, 90% black, you should be bringing that same energy toward justice. And I love the line that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had in his op-ed in the LA Times, that instead of judgment, let's rush to justice. And we can't do it by ourselves. Mike and Bruce, you guys know that. That's the part that's so exhausting. Like we need allies who are sincere, that are willing to pull up and take some of this heat. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I cut you off a little bit, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in an LA Times article said, we don't need a rush to judgment. We need a rush to judge uh, justice. And that's so, I, and somewhere else, I, I don't know who said it, uh, but there was a there was a quote like, when people celebrate black lives, like black culture will be a much better society. Yep. yep. And I think that's so true. I mean, it, it I go back to that old Spike Lee movie where, um, where, where Mookie, the Spike Lee character is talking to uh, uh, John Turturro and he's going, but, but you like Prince. That's different. He's not a, and, and but you like Michael Jackson. That's different. He's a great dancer. He's not a, like, wait a minute. Like that, that's yeah. black, you love black culture and what they can give, but you won't look at them as human beings. That to me was like a, uh, it was a seminal moment in that movie. And I thought to myself, God, that's, that's how so many people think. Bruce, um, being part of the white devils, uh, what would you say for yourself? <laughs> One of the things that I really feel that is so negative in our society and everybody's guilty of this in some way. I mean, yeah. you know, so I'm not singling anybody out here. I call it self-balkanization. We Ooh. tend, we have a tendency to sort of go into our little group where we feel comfortable and we hear the little echo chamber, we reinforce each other. But yeah. to me, I've always been so like not that person. I've always wanted to be with people that were different than me because first of because all- of your privilege, Bruce, I love you, but that's privilege right there. Tell I me, need tell me. Around people that look like me, I need them to reaffirm me because when I step into y'all's space, I'm not I'm not considered an equal. I have to go to people that look like me to understand what it is to exist in this society, to be looked at and to be assumed that you are less than. There's some kind of way you ended up in here on because of affirmative action. For me to show up wearing heels, you guys know I show up in a room six two, short hair, full of opinions, and to still question whether those people who look like you guys who put me in that position are wondering whether or not I belong. Despite how hard I work, that the I need self-organization because I need to be affirmed. When I step into those spaces, those people are looking for ways to take me down as opposed to lift me up. And that's exactly what we've seen played out over and over when it comes to these police officers who are in positions of power and not held accountable. So I hear well, you and I agree in a utopian society, we would all want to learn from one another. And as much as I believe that I can learn from you and appreciate you guys, I still need to go home because home knows what it is to exist in a society that does not celebrate me for who I am. Listen, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I do believe that there is a place for us to be in our own individual groups. But if we don't, if we don't, you know, if we're not willing to accept other folks and their opinions or whatever, I think the problem doesn't really get better. And I mean, I, I hear the emotion in your voice and I mean, and I hear the pain and, and, and it's, it, it just makes me sad, but I mean, I feel it's a privilege for me to be friends with you, and I learn a lot from talking to you. So, I mean, I need to be around Monica McNutt. I need to be around 
friends that are different yeah, from me. Because no, otherwise, I'm just, I'm just, you know, in an echo chamber. Yeah, she's not saying. But I mean, you, I, but Bruce, she's not. I think what she's saying is like, um, it, it's easier for me and you to to have those kind of groups and be accepted by different groups than it is for her to go there. And thank you for that, Monica. That got me right in the heart. The Mike Wise Show used to be called The Wise Ass Show, but it remains a presentation of Pure Hoops Media.